to the hero verse. Clearly. <laughs> that was so anticlimactic. <laughs> just... So, the new series. Yes, a new series. That that's that's Battle.net, not not Google. Bat- Battle.net ain't gonna give us the information we need, mate. Well, no, it might do. You never know. <laughs> I do. I do know. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Heroverse basically is going to be us two chatting shit about heroes, effectively. Yeah. Um, we're going to do basically yes weekly episodes when the bearded opinion is not on yep um where we're going to chat about different superhero films now we're not just talking about marvel and dc we're going to yeah. be looking at all sorts of um different heroes um, yeah there's going to be like the the i kind of want to say the pre-mcu marvel movies yeah the, the pre-mcu stuff um, there's also well, it, it's Marvel done by other companies and tips yeah. before before Marvel Studios and then eventually Disney. Yeah, um, other uh, there'll be other DC stuff as well yeah. that's not DCU. Yeah, um, and also stuff that's completely off the wall like um, Giver, Giver, Sin um, City, Sin City. Yeah, different um, different sorts of heroes. Um, but yeah, so this first episode we've chosen to go with obviously the MCU. We can't. Yeah. Not, we there can't there will be one MCU per a month. month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because we plan to go through the entire MCU and try and catch up on ourselves within this. It's never going to work, but I we think, might get close. I think we could do it within this phase. Yeah. Um, to try and catch I think up we'll certainly with the MCU. Be, we'll definitely be caught up by the time... I can't remember which one's coming out first, but the last Avengers. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're going to go through the whole... T- but in timeline order. Yes. Rather than go through release order, we're going to go through timeline order. Because otherwise we'd end up jumping back and going, yeah, and then you have yeah. this bit from the... So if you're going timeline, it's a, it's a bit easier... And obviously, if they release something new that slots into a timeline, we'll deal with that when, when we get we, to it. When we get to it, because that then will have to fall into its release yeah. order. Not a lot we can do about that, you know. If they decided to do like, because uh, you know, you could argue Eternals technically goes first for like the first quarter of the film. Well, yeah, but that's going to be after we've done. End game because that's when most of the film is. Yes. So, and things like that. Um, so we start with Captain America: The First Avenger, which, to begin with, wasn't my favourite film within the first phase. I would say it was probably within the bottom of my film picks. But after time with with Cap and with the MCU as a whole, it has aged on me, and I do. It's, I, I it's, do quite it's like it. It's aged well, um, I, I, and I don't think it. I agree with you that when it first came out, it was probably a, a bottom one. Yeah. Um, I think obviously the film had a, a problem with the fact that. 
um, Chris still had that negative connotation from when he played Human Torch. Yeah. The why a good duology? Mm. There were two of the original Fantastic Four, weren't there? Yeah, Fantastic Four yeah. and Rise of Silver. I think because those two were looked upon as a bit meh. Like, not bad, well, but just I a bit meh. I think the first one wasn't too bad, but I think... Silver the second, Surfer. Silver was... Surfer was... I think the only thing that really let that down, really, was Galactus. Yeah. More than anything else. I think the way that they chose but to do I, that... I, I think he had a bit of that negative connotation about him, and they were a bit unsure of what to think. Like, the people were. We've got to remember, in these early days, a lot of these films were relatively unscripted. Like, yeah. they, had, they had where they wanted them to go. Yeah, if I remember rightly, the most scripted one was Thor. Yeah, which is why it was possibly one of the worst. I still think the original was the second best Thor. No, the, no actually, I will say that's the, out of the four. That, no, that's probably number three. Um, but no... Yeah. So obviously, it, it's aged well. I think Tommy Lee Jones being in it helped. Yeah. Because I think you went here is a great actor who everyone loves, like yeah. almost universally. It'd be like you know now putting Robert Downey Jr. in it. Obviously yes. back then, although he did well as Iron Man. Yes. He wasn't as popular as he is now. No. Um. So I think you know it'd be like if you know put Tommy Lee Jones and it was a great move. It'd have been if. Like if they put Johnny Depp in it, it would have done well yeah. because you've gone. This really famous person is in this film. Yeah. Um, so I think that helped it. Uh, I definitely think Chris carried the film it well. Definitely suffers from the typical Marvel trait of killing off the big bad in the first film. So this is the one they didn't. No, but in a way they did because he was teleported to the other side of the galaxy. Yeah. And the next time we see him, he's basically some floating spirit dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not... Do you know what I mean? No, so I'm not... I agree with it you. It falls I, into the... And I, I'm not being funny, but Red Skull, in my opinion, deserves a lot more. I, I, I agree. I think a lot of them do. Yes. I, I think that... I think movies, in general, make the mistake of killing it off. I mean, even if I relate it to the Raimi trilogy... They, they killed all three of them off. All three yeah. main villains off. Yeah, in every film. In every film. So I think that's a problem with superhero movies in general, that they don't give these other villains, these villains a chance to come back because you go, no, they're dead. And you say it clear as day, you know. And I think, uh, in a way, I think they do that. I think they did that, especially in the early days. Yeah. Because they didn't know how big. Oh, complete. I mean, let's the series. Let, let's was be fair. Go. I don't. In uh, certainly in phase one, they they did not have an MCU in mind. It was we're gonna do Iron Man. Then they went okay, we'll do a couple more. So they did Cap, they did Thor, and then effectively they. I know they did Iron Man too, but then they basically went, well, we've got three. If we throw in Hawkeye, Hulk, and Widow, we've got... Well, the, they did do uh, Hulk sorry, as well, Hulk, but it was yeah. obviously the whole, situation, the whole situation with Ed Norton that, that yeah. screwed all plans with that. Um, but I think certainly with... Um, the, so basically, Iron Man, Cap, and Hulk, and Thor, and Hulk, 
Obviously, both Black Widow and Hawkeye had already been introduced previously. So they just kind of went, thrown together, met the Avengers, and then when that did well, I think that was the point when Avengers did well. They went, no, now we're going to go bigger. Yeah. And then obviously you got Infinity War that bought us um, Wanda and Vision, and then now in Phase 3 and Phase 4, where it's just now at the point where it's like, sorry, who have we got again? Let me try and remember everyone. Um, yeah. But no, I think I think this film stands up as a... Um, it's certainly not your traditional superhero film in the sense of... It's basically a war film. It's a war film with superhero elements completely. He has the injection that turns him into Cap. There's your superhero bit for the first bit of the movie. Then it's sort of a, a more traditional war film, really, until Red Skull pops up on screen for the final fight. Yeah. And I give it points for that. Overall, not one of my top ten, I don't think. I've certainly not done this. I would definitely say it's a solid stand there. Sort of seven and a half out of ten, sort of styly. Good movie, aged well. The end credit scene is possibly one of the best of the earth is. Uh, remind me. Because it's um, the punch bag scene with Steve twatting the fuck out of the punch bag. Yes. And then yeah, yeah. Fury coming in and then him saying you're trying to get me back into the world. Which obviously ties directly into the Avengers film. Yeah. Because obviously this was the big setup for the Avengers yes. film. Yes. I think this is when they decided to do Avengers. Yeah. Um... I think there were always inclinations, obviously, with the end credit scenes with Iron Man. And I things, think but with they... the end ser- credit of Iron Man, it was, this is what we want to do, but I think at that point, obviously, they still had to prove themselves to the mouse. Yes. Now the mouse has just gone, there you go, Kevin, there's the credit card. See you later, yeah. I'm going to go worry about Donald and Goofy again. Um, but overall, no, definitely, Captain America as um, early MCU is definitely... No, uh, probably for uh, yeah. me one of the better films. It's and I think definitely better. using Cap. And I give them. I know obviously they couldn't use Spider Man originally as one of the heroes because yeah. even now it's still part owned, mostly owned by Sony in terms of its cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, but I give them points for not going with Spidey or straight off with like another Hulk, another Fantastic Four. Yeah another X-Men, something else they could have used. Because I would say that Cap is, although unknown, or was known at the time, I don't think he was anyone's... I think if you said to anyone, name three Marvel characters, you'd got Spider-Man, Wolverine, Hulk. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's still probably the answer now, but I don't think Cap had well, no, the popularity he Obviously, did. With, they always knew that... They, they, that when they were doing these films, even from Iron Man, that they're using almost B-list heroes yeah. in terms of popularity. I think the only other one from our generation was Iron Man because we had the animated series yeah. going on at the same time as X-Men and Spider-Man and the Hulk. You know, Saturday morning cartoons for your superheroes were Iron Man, Spider-Man, the, Aven- uh, the Avengers... The X-Men and mm. The Incredible Hulk. They were the four that were on Saturday Morning Superhero. Um, 
Then we come to our first Marvel one-shot. Now, this is the add-in to the timeline. Yeah, I think this is one of those ones that you could almost argue is an end credit scene, in a a way. It is, and I think it also, for me, tries to potentially tie in the Agent Carter series. Yeah, Um, that isn't actually canon, but kind of is now with the multiverse thing. It's... The multiverse, I will say, before we go too much further, has opened a few too many timeline issues. Effectively, now anything that has Marvel's name on it happens uh, in the MCU. Yeah, that that's the way I look at it. Yeah, with the multiverse. That's thing. the way I have to look at it. If if a Marvel film of even the early Thor Hulk, yeah, uh, Luke Ferrigno, no, um, Wesley Snipes, Blade, Blade, all of it, all of it, anything. If it's if it's ever been Marvel. Um, even the Japanese Spider-Man, yeah. that's technically better. And don't get me wrong, I'm cool with that, but we are not in a million years going to try and put those into no. an MCU timeline order because I think your missus are killers because we'd have to have a massive whiteboard on the wall <laughs> with just like It'd look like the old detective shows it with bits be a of board. string. The whole house would have to be bits of string and we both get fucking sections. <laughs> Um, We're recording this podcast so, from Padded Cell number eighty-three. Agent Carter, Agent Carter's one shot was the only thing that I've recently watched that's new to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, same. I watched it what these, three hours ago <laughs> for these early times. Yeah. Um, it's a fifteen-minute short. Um, Agent Carter basically it's several months. It's a year. Three. She says three months. Yeah. It's basically after Steve's died. Um, died. <laughs> yeah. In effect, died. Um, and she's now working for the, um, the service, basically. Yeah, the agency. Um, but they're treating her as like a desk analyst. They're treating her like, like a, woman a woman in the 1940s. In the ni- yeah, in the 1940s, effectively. And they do, and that's I'll say that's something they did well. They, they went, it's a woman. We're in the 1940s. Show, be chauvinist and bullshit yeah. and yeah from a modern perspective you go well that's bullshit but then you go well yeah it is but in the 1940s that's the way it did and points to all the actors they treated her well it's not as bad as like you know she's an, an early 1900s woman like she's got yeah. some you can tell like okay we're modernising she's allowed to be in the same room as men yeah. But they're still like very much raw oh, men, manly men, and yeah. you are woman, and we are better. And she very quickly proves, nah, I'm better. Well, Which yeah. is hilarious. She basically apprehends a mission yeah. um, that they've pegged for three, three to five. five agents, and she takes down the entire thing by herself. And then, just as she's getting completely berated and bollocked by a manager he gets a phone call from Howard from Stark. Howard Stark basically saying um, tell Agent Carter that you're honoured to tell her that you that she is going to be running S.H.I.E.L.D. with him with me um, and he's not happy about having to say that he's honoured but Howard just does the typical Stark thing and puts the phone down yeah and um and yes, does it? And she and takes her photo of young, scrawny Brooklyn kid Steve and, and fucks off. And yep, yeah, and that's the end of it. Um, it was. It's a nice little one shot. Um, the missus 
just was just like it was pointless. Um, and I kind of agree I, I to do. a degree, but it, it for me it's a tool to try and sort of go right. Well, now watch the Agent Carter series. Yeah, because you know. With the we own it now, so we might as well milk some more money out of it. Exactly. <laughs> Let's be honest, that's what the top brass said. Yeah. Um, then we move on to Captain Marvel, which is so obviously released... So we jumped released... forward about 40 years, because this is 80s? Um, 90s, 95. I swear Marvel's Captain no, Marvel's... No, no, because they use Windows 95 in it, dude. Do they? Yes. Mm. Um, I honestly would have sworn to... Uh, no, early, uh, early, uh, the crash was in the 80s. Late 80s. Right, the crash, the... 89. Yeah. And then six years later, in 95, is when she comes back to Earth. Right, that's where I've got lost. Thank you very much for uh, assisting me there. Um, so, obviously, this was released much later than the rest of these early films. Yep, 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 yep. Because um, this was actually part of Phase... Three? Three. Um, I believe, yeah. Well, it was, it was just before Endgame. Effectively, because it was to bring it was to bring Captain Marvel into it. Um, I mean, it's an all right film. It's not a bad film by any stretch. No, um, it's very watchable, and obviously, it's a very important film for setting up later events. I mean, obviously, you know, we've just been told the secret invasion's happening, which is going to be, and the, you know, at the end of the day without Captain Marvel as a film introducing you know oh no I think key elements of what's going to be later on it, the story wouldn't progress um, and yes phase three um, no I certainly agree I think I, think I don't th think it's fair that Brie Larson has had so much shit over the fact that she Pe people, Captain pe Marvel people are giving Brie Larson shit because whether we like to admit it or not, the, a lot of men are still male chauvinistic assholes and went, oh, powerful female. Um, but it was still a good film. Her acting could be better, I'm going to be honest. But she, the thing she's is, is not, she's not, she wasn't used to the character, and I think that when we get I think to she's the Marvels film. I think she's better in Endgame, and I think she's even better in her scene at the end of Miss Marvel. But. I will say, I still don't think she's the best actor ever. Were there better casting choices out there? Most definitely. Do I blame them for using Brie? Not at all. Would I have used her in their situation as well? Probably. But I'm just saying, other options exist. She could have been a better actress. Yeah. My opinion? Not saying she's the... Don't get me wrong, she's better than... Uh, what's her face? Uh, Twilight Woman. I can't think of a name. That's the one, thank you. Yeah, I think her act, but you know what I mean. There are better actresses out there. Yeah. Um, but no, overall, it's <laughs> definitely a good film. Um, uh, I think it. I think it helps us understand a lot of the uh, background. Like it shows how Nick lost his eye. It shows this, that, and the other. And no, it's. I think it. I think it. It helped answer a lot of their little plot holes, and they went. If we just throw it back in time, yeah, then we don't have to worry. No. And they did that with Captain Marvel. I think the twist in it's great. Yeah. How you know she's not right? Hang on, what species? Cree. Cree. I always get Cree and Scroll mixed up. Yeah. That's why I asked. 
So she's not crazy, she's human, and the crew have been manipulating her, and he knew, and then he, she has to fight. And it's not the Skrull who are the bad guys, it's actually the Kree. And Which is interesting because obviously the Skrulls in the comics tend to be more villainous than yes. what we're seeing yep. in the MCU side. Yeah. Which is yep. obviously another way that the MCU is the separating MCU is from the But co- I don't want to go no, too no, often no. to a tangent, but for me, I think with Secret Invasion and it being a multiverse, I don't yep. think the scrolls that we know are the bad guys in Secret Invasion. I think it's going to be a multiversal scroll. I agree. I think it's going to be the scroll from whichever universe, from one of the universes, Loki. I think we've already seen that multiverse in Loki. Yes. Uh, the TV series. What I'm also going to say is, um, in, in terms of what you said, I agree. One thing that does get me is, Marvel through Disney have said that... Um, the MCU is Universe 616. Yes. But that doesn't work because obviously 616 is the main comic timeline where, like you said, the screen and the crawler flipped. Yeah. So I don't believe this is 616. No. I believe that 616 is still the main comics um, where we've had all this other stuff. And this is, you know, 3825914.2. Or whatever. Yeah. It's another multiverse. And I'm okay with that. But, you know, that's just my thing. I'm not a fan that they've said this is 616. No. So, it's just, that's me. Nah. So, then we we'll move on to the last topic of the episode, which is the... Oh, that's just one thing we kind of probably should have said at the beginning. These are going to be shorter episodes, but yes. you've really seen that by the time stamp. Um... Iron Man. Iron Man. The, 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 the film that started the, it all. Yeah, the film that started it all. With Do you no know script. how it started it all? With no script, John Favreau and, an, and, a, and a dream. Uh, John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. And uh, yeah, off we went. And off we Do went. you know how it started? No. So um, Disney had just acquired the rights to Marvel through the massive merger. Because it was not, and I will defend this, this is the hill I am willing to die on. It was not a takeover. It was a merger. At the time this came out, Marvel were going back up. Because Marvel, unfortunately... Whereas DC, you can almost just see like a lot of steady decline as comics become less popular. Marvel do a lot of ups and downs throughout mm. the years. Hence why they had to... Sony own Spider-Man, Fox owns X-Men and a few other... Uh, what basically happened? The merger happened. And they gave a bunch of kids... Some toys. They made prototype toys. Because to this day, despite what anyone will say, toys make more money. Yes. Do you know why? Because toys cost like 10 cents to produce. And how much do you buy a toy for? Yeah. Five, six dollars a toy for, mm. you know, your standard action figure. And they made a load of prototypes and went, got a room full of kids and went, which one do you want to play with? And they showed three or four. 99% of them picked Iron Man. So they went, we're making an Iron Man film. And that is how it started. That that is the that is the story that John Favreau has actually told in interviews. That they just got a room full of kids and went pick a toy, and they picked Iron Man. So they went, okay, we'll make an Iron Man film because clearly the toys are wanted. Yeah. Um. Without, for me, without Robert Downey Jr. and his ability to just be Tony Stark. Yeah. 
the ad libs that yeah. are just Tony Stark. I, I that film just wouldn't have worked. I completely agree with you. I think there's very few other people who could have done it. Um, and one person I know, a lot of people always say this. Um, I say a lot. I've heard it before. Some people say um, they should have, they could have, could have also cast. Um, Name's gone. Helpful. Um, Johnny Depp. But I don't. I don't think he I've, worked as well. Could no. he have done it? Yes. Would yes. he have been as good? No. no. Um, he's certainly one. You know, with um, just jump into um, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. You know how they were going to have Tom Cruise's superior Iron Man, mm-hmm. and then he dropped out because he was doing Maverick. Yeah, yeah. I think he was doing Maverick at the time. He was doing something. He, he was, was doing, doing something. No, it was. It was Maverick. Um, I think. I mean, ignoring the Amber Heard thing and the whole bullshit with Disney, I think they could have used Johnny as a superior Iron Man mm. or another Iron Man. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's one that's had Johnny's quirks, but I'm aware Johnny will now not work with Disney, blah, blah, blah. But he'd have been an option for that. But for this Iron Man, where they were, Robert Downey Jr. was a very good pick. Yeah. And a brave pick, considering he... You know, he'd just gotten clean, effectively. Yeah. But the film itself works. I you think... can see the lower budget, I think. When you watch it now... Oh, yeah, of course, but... You can see the lower budget. I think even, can... even though it's a lower budget, we've got to remember it, it, it is 2008. Oh, uh, no, but it was low budget for 08. Oh, though. of course it was. You know, the other... But... but... But even well. though it was low budget, it was done well. Oh, it was. And it it's, was... Still, it's still very watchable. Oh, don't get me wrong. I mean, look at Saw. That was done on like $2,000 or something in a in a warehouse and there were like four people on camera the whole time. Yeah. Because there were the two guys in the room, there was Saw and I think there was the detective at the end, weren't there, in Saw. And that was done on like a $2,000 in one room and Saw is now one of the most popular horror franchises of all time. Don't get me wrong. And that did the same. Yeah. Much better scale, but then they had more than $2,000 to make Iron Man. Yes. But still, lower budget film. Was it a bad film though? Hell no. Was it great? Yeah. Did it tweak the right things from the comics to make it right? Yes. One of the lesser tweaked films, but again, I think that's because it was the start. And when you start something new, you want to stay closer to the safety blanket of no material sort things like source material and again all you've got to do is look at things like Harry Potter yeah watch Philosophers or Sorcerer's Stone if you're American that one is more bolted and riveted to the book and then as the films go on they stray further from the book yeah they go off into their own tangents make it their own and yeah it becomes its own thing and that, that the, the, the thing the, is with comics Especially Marvel comics, they've all the the ability to do that. Yeah, has been prevalent throughout the comic oh, history. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think we can definitely say that Marvel did well by creating a multiverse way back when. Yeah, and I think that's helped, especially with the MCU. But the those first three films, uh, like you know, Iron Man, Cap, Cap. I think in the timeline order, Iron Man is the one you have to sit there and go, yes, Captain America was the first Avenger and then, you know, Captain Marvel 
being like the Avenger. Yeah. Because I think that was like the code name or something, wasn't it? Yeah. The because the, the 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 Avengers was Project Avenger, but I think she was like the Avenger. Yeah. Or something like that. I think you could argue that that Iron Man film is. So you have the first Avenger, the Avenger, and then the Avengers. Yeah. And I think each of that you could almost subtitle them with each of those three captions. Yeah. And I think it works. It created now what is one of the biggest fran. If, I'm not even going to say one. It's the biggest franchise movie franchise on the planet. Yeah. It destroys most of the films at the box office. Uh, just to wrap us up, though, I am going to say now we've got the one shot Werewolf by Night. That is more, that is set before any of them. That mm -hmm. is, I believe, if I've understood the film, I say film, it's like an hour show. I've understood it right, it is set in 1908. But this one, unlike the rest of them, from what I understand is what it says on the, t it is a one-off. It is in the MCU, so it did happen, you know, when Steve and everyone else was a twinkle in daddy's testicles. Howard was probably making his first bomb. But that's all it is. It exists within the universe, but it's not... You're not going to see them again in, like, Blade or Black Panther no. Wakanda Forever or Doctor Strange 17 or whatever. That is... Yeah, you, know, you might have a Werewolf by Night 2, but they're self-contained within the MCU. They're not going to expand into other series and franchises. Um, it wasn't great I'm not going to lie it actually wasn't fantastic it was very much a it was almost rushed to me because it's introduced people uh, they have to get magical MacGuffin kill a monster get the MacGuffin and then turn it in that starts to happen uh, reveal guys the werewolf the cult tries to take them werewolf fucks shit up end of film mm. it, 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 it's all I'll tell you what it is it's almost uh, the original werewolf film from like the 19 whenevers yeah cr condensed down into a marvel film for like an hour it is almost an old school werewolf film mm. and for that it's not great it's it, it's okay. No, but I think I think the the release date's near Halloween. Oh, don't get me wrong. They that's what it's for. And do you know what else? It's because Marvel originally did produce those kind of comics. They produced Dracula and the Werewolf yeah. and the Mummy and Frankenstein. And it's it's because they've got the license to be able to do that. They have the comic as their property, so they release it next Halloween. Could we see a Dracula <coughs> or a Frankenstein? Maybe, yeah. Because again, things like Frankenstein and Dracula are again in the public domain, so they can make them. Yeah. Um, so that technically does fall first. It's not on here, but now nah, I'm not. It was just a quick, yeah, brief. Um, but that was the uh, first segment. Yeah, if we like, I guess. Episode one. Episode one of the Hereverse. Well. See and and this is basically going to be how we're going to run each episode. We're going to take a couple of films from a series or a couple of or a standalone, have a chat about it, quick short one, just something to to get you through the month to to get back to the ramblings that we have. 
um, some of them may be juicier than others, especially when we'll... Because we'll, we're going to disagree somewhere down. So far, we've agreed. Well, yeah, yeah. But I know some of the films we disagree on, and on that point, they'll be um, juicier. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see you next week. We will. Bye. See ya. Thank you.